We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. It's here. I can't believe it. It's already here. One hour left of Overnight America, at least with me as host, because next week I'll be off for Thanksgiving. I'm off Sunday to Sunday, so I'm actually off six work days in a row, and I won't even be back until Monday the 30th. So if you want to spend this last hour together, let's call. Let's do it. 314-436-7900. Or 800-925-1120. We've had a packed show. (laughs) Look at these text messages coming in. Yes, Friday. I'm sitting in my car parked just to hear it. (laughs) Enjoy your week off. Okay, you're in your car just to hear Friday? All right, hold on. Producer Mike, put Friday back on. Let's replay it one more time for our friend that's texting in because it's never wrong to play Friday twice if you have the opportunity. Can we do that? Man, I I can't believe we played that twice. Again, I'm going to claim, I'm pretty sure, with 99% confidence, we are the last show in all of America that still plays Friday on Friday. <laughs> it is so catchy. I can't help it. Now, if you haven't seen Rebecca Black lately, she actually continued on as a musician and got a lot better. So her skill set has greatly improved, and I wanted to uh, give her the Most Improved Musician Award. Which doesn't exist, which would probably be an insult, uh, but no, probably not. Let me open up the phones. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. I think everyone is talking about Rudy Giuliani, part of the press conference he had earlier today, laying out some more of the evidence that they had to talk about voter fraud. Now, the way that this is playing out right now, 
my level of confidence that Donald Trump can turn around this election is still very low. I think it's about 1%. I do not have much in the way of confidence, but I'll talk to people and they'll say my confidence level is 100% that he'll be able to turn it around, which surprises me. I, um, I left out holding up hope after maybe the third day in. I think that when you get one month away from what would be inauguration, then you have to start to really wonder, is there going to be a time where all of the efforts, unless it was overwhelming to overturn some of these different election results, what's the cutoff point? I really don't know. I, I still think you're a few weeks away from that cutoff point. I don't think today is the cutoff point. I don't think next week is the cutoff point. I think it's well after that. I, I think you still have some time. But you got to see some significant steps happening, and I'm just not seeing it right now. There are little things happening, things that are signs, but they're baby steps in the right direction. They're not leaps and bounds in the right direction. So I think if you are holding out hope that Donald Trump will still be the president into well next year, let's say after Inauguration Day, and he's sworn in for a second term because of the election results being overturned in some key states like Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, places like that, even in the news today, Georgia uh, certifying it for Joe Biden. Uh, you tell me, do you still hold out hope right now or are you as disappointed as I am and hope is no longer there? 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. couple of moments and Rudy Giuliani really going on the offensive here. There are many more affidavits here. I'd like to read them all to you, but I don't have the time. You should have had the time and energy to go look for them. That's your job. Like it's my job to defend the president and to represent the president. It's your job to read these things and not falsely report that there's no evidence. Do you know, you know how many affidavits we have in the Michigan case? 220 affidavits. They're not all public, but eight of them are. Four affiants here. Those are people who give affidavits. Report an incident that under any other circumstances would have been on the front page of all your newspapers. If it didn't involve the hatred that you have, irrational, pathological hatred that you have for the president. Yeah, I think that is very true. I think that how they treat the two candidates, a Donald Trump and a Joe Biden, completely different. You want to know why? Have you seen how the press are completely love struck whenever they get in front of Joe Biden? Joe Biden, by the way, does not look like he's on top of his game. Every time I see him in front of a podium, he looks even more tired than he was the time before. He is he's lost a step. He's probably lost several steps. But when the press get up there and ask a question, I don't know if you've seen any of these moments. And, we, you know, President uh, Donald Trump hasn't really done, you know, he's done press conferences here and there, but he hasn't done a lot. You have Joe Biden that's in Wilmington, Delaware. The press go to him and they are just, oh, they're love struck. If it was a cartoon, they would have little hearts floating in, in front of their head like this it just would show it and they'd be oh just going and fawning over him it is so different than the way that they treat these two people uh let's see rudy giuliani more from him today the number of voter fraud cases in philadelphia could fill a library just a few weeks ago there was a conviction for voter fraud and one two weeks before that which um, to any experienced investigator prosecutor would suggest that there was a a plan from a centralized place to execute these various acts of voter fraud, specifically focused on big cities and specifically focused on, as you would imagine, big cities controlled by Democrats and particularly focused on 
big cities that have a long history of corruption. Okay, a little bit more uh, with Rudy. And even the New York Times wrote articles about how uh, dangerous mail voting, mail in voting was. And um, this is the first time we ever did it en masse. And I think we proved it's not only susceptible to fraud, it is easily susceptible to fraud, particularly if you have a plan or scheme which sounds eerily similar to what Joe Biden told us a few days before the election that he had the best voter fraud team in the world. <laughs> well, they were good. I don't know that they, they were that good because they made significant mistakes like all crooks do. And we caught them. All right. So that's from the press conference from earlier. So the question is, are you still holding out hope? Do you believe that Donald Trump will be reelected into a second term after all is said and done? 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Let's get your calls and we'll take them starting after the break on Overnight America KMOX. Radio's BS detector. Mark Reardon. Weekday afternoons at 2 on St. Louis's News Radio KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. I am going to be off for Thanksgiving break. Really looking forward to it. So we're going to spend a little time here. And then afterwards, best way for you to reach me is by going to Ryan Record Radio on Facebook or downloading the Overnight America podcast and listening perhaps to maybe some of those old specials we made about some of the great KMOX moments. Let's uh, go to the phones. And Larry's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. So you were at the park today, right? Yeah. 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 You're talking about Winter Wonderland? Yeah. I was. Okay. So you didn't watch the whole hour and a half Rudy Giuliani presentation with his fellow lawyers, I presume. No, I've only seen the clips and listened to a couple of the moments that were saved for Mark Reardon's program. Okay. So there's a lot more than 1% going on here. This mm -hmm. is about saving our election process. This is an American thing that Trump is fighting, not only for himself. This, if, if we don't get this situation corrected, we'll never, a, a Republican will never win the presidency again. There is so much cheating going on here. I don't know if you're familiar with a lawyer named Sidney Powell. Do you know who she is? Yeah, she's been making a lot of rounds lately on some of the different shows. I think she was even on with Rush this week. She wrote a book called License to Lie, mm -hmm. and in the book, she reveals a no-nonsense, brilliant, principled, legal mind. She said that she believes that Donald Trump garnered over 80 million votes, mm -hmm. that when the, when the process, they, they, were, they were winning three in, by 300,000 in Michigan, 400,000 in Wisconsin, 800,000 in Pennsylvania. And once they closed the polls down, they started bringing in all these illegal votes, she said today. And all of a sudden, the, the, the lead just dwindled 800,000 votes. It's like almost mathematically impossible, she said. Hmm. It's, it's unbelievable. If I was Trump, I wouldn't even leave the White House. Wow. No, you think so? I, I think the fight can continue even if he does. Um, the, the interesting thing is, what do they uncover after the fact? Like, let's say he decides to concede, but still keep the fight going. What happens at, at a moment like that? Or would he continue to fight forever? I don't know. 
So, so let, let me let me say this. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, so, why you, you you don't really see Donald Trump conceding in anything, do you? I do. I, I think he will. I do believe that there's going to be a point where not everything is exhausted, but enough has been exhausted. I don't know what his threshold is. I don't know what he's waiting to happen. But I think there's going to be a point where he says. I think um, I think we have more to fight, but I just don't uh, I, I just don't feel it's right for me to so, continue so on. I, I feel day. like that could happen. So the election day was November the fourth, right? Right. So it's been today's the nineteenth. Was it the fourth? That's it a little over two weeks. We put yeah. up with Russia Gate. We put up with Russia Gate for four years. Mm-hmm. They concocted the story that Russia was involved in the election, blah, blah, blah. Actually, I think one of the lawyers today said Michigan sends their, you're from Michigan. Michigan sends their votes out to Barcelona and Berlin to get counted. What, what Mm -hmm. is that all about? I don't know about Barcelona. I didn't hear that part of it, but I do know that the controversy about certifying it, there has been some funny business going on. I don't know if you've seen some of the different moments where people were questioning, why do these look like freshly printed out ballots? You know, and some of these different states have some irregularities that were trying to be forced dismissed to kind of push the process along. And predominantly it was Republicans that were pressured, which I do believe that would happen. And you see those in Michigan. I have seen stories about that. I haven't seen the outsourcing to Barcelona. No, I haven't seen that. Well, it was brought up today. And the, so every one of these cities in question has a common theme to it. They're all run by Democrats. The Democrats that for four years chastised and hated our president, who in my mind, I'm, I'll be 70 years old in March. So mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of presidents come and go. This is one of the great presidents we've ever had. I don't care about his banter. I care about his leadership. Mm -hmm. And you know what? These foreign countries, there has been no crisis in the Middle East, but they're licking their chops. China Mm -hmm. is licking their chops. And you know what? Our oil prices are going to go up. No fracking will be dependent on Middle Eastern oil again. I can see this being a, a dismal time with Joe Biden at the helm. What do you think? Yeah, I also agree that there could be some pretty bad things that could happen, considering who's got his ear and who he may listen to. Now, keep in mind, I don't think him, uh, mentally speaking, has improved. In fact, I think um, it, it it's actually gone in the opposite direction. So, Larry, thank you very much for your call. And w- what I feel like when it comes to him and I feel like there's going to be a point where it's going to be very easy to manipulate his opinion on things. I don't know if he's going to be at helm or not. Remember what happened when George Bush was in office for eight years? Oh, it's Dick Cheney's actually running the show and it's all Dick Cheney. It's all Dick Cheney. And then all of a sudden you question the idea that Joe Biden may have someone else helping in running the show and behind the scenes. And you're, oh, you're so terrible that you would even say something like that. Give me a break. I, I do believe that there's a strong possibility uh, he steps down within his first term. I just don't I see the mental decline. I don't think it's deniable. And I don't know if he has what it takes to run this office as president. I just don't think he does. And I think Kamala Harris will step in, too. And then I think that she'll be the one running for reelection in four years. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, and keep in mind, I feel like a lot of the different progressive people that tried to get in favor with Joe Biden in order to get support from Joe Biden. 
I think that they all want their favors. I, I think Bernie Sanders, he's too old to run again, but he wants to get his initiatives pushed and he wants to get uh, his socialist uh, ideas in the way of Medicare, Medicaid, all of these other things pushed and through. I think there's other people that have done very similar things to what their own platforms were, and they're all going to try to get Joe to do that. Um, I just don't know how much time they have. Who knows? It's all speculation, though. You just don't know. I mean, he could go in there and I could be pleasantly surprised. Uh, I'm just not hopeful for that either. Let's go to Ken, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, thanks, uh, Ryan. Uh, you know, you've said many times about uh, Biden and and dementia or whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, that's it's an opinion. And I certainly I, you know, I don't even know if I, I don't agree with it. there may be some of it there, but. We've we've got a president right now that's been called by many people unstable, unhinged, childish. I mean, what what do we want? We want somebody with dementia. We want somebody unstable. I, you know, I I I, I really I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know which way to go. But anyway, uh, the reason I'm calling is uh, you said that you thought it was one percent uh, that uh, this thing would be overthrown and that Trump would be president. And uh, I'm willing to make a wager. I'll give a hundred to one. That's one percent. I'll put up twenty bucks. I'll br- so uh, that if I win, I get twenty dollars. If mm-hmm. you win, you get two thousand. And mm-hmm. I'm willing to come down to the station and uh, sign something or whatever. <laughs> and I'm giving you a hundred to one odds. Would you take it? You know, if I was a betting man, I would take it, but I'm not a betting man. I, I don't. I do it more well, and, uh, hypothetical. And I am, I'll and say, I am a betting man, and, and really yeah. 20 bucks is, you know, is zero. I mean, it's 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 nothing. It's not the it's big it's deal, really, yeah. I would the, take those odds because those are good odds. All gambling, it's got nothing to do with the money. It's all about the action. And mm-hmm. I would like I would like the action of $20 against 2000 because uh, Trump's not going to. Yeah, you know, this, this, it's, it's kind of like this defund thing that the conservatives, oh, my God, defund. And it ain't going to happen. I, I think I saw an article not too long ago that if they get the funding, they're going to here in St. Louis, they're going to hire 182 new police officers. That doesn't sound like the fund to me, but. You know, hey, we got fraud everywhere. Well, no, there are there are inst- like let's look at Minneapolis, for example, because after they went through all of the issues with policing there, what did their local elected officials start doing? They pulled funding for police officers. And you know what ended up happening? The people started to band together. They sued the city because they made the argument that, hey, in our charter, you have to have X amount of cops. You cut them. Thus, we're going to have to sue you to get at least proper policing in our city. So it's and look over on the West Coast, too. You have these different places where the city councils get together. They change the funding because they feel like maybe if we put it into other places, then we'll be able to change things. You take police off the street. It becomes a disaster. So it's it is a reality. Defunding the police has happened. It would, be, it, it would become a disaster. And it's just not going to happen. I mean, it's something to talk about. But we're going to have as many police tenure, if not more. 10 years from now than ever. But uh, anyway, uh, if you're interested in a, a wager, and I can tell that you're not, but uh, I'd be willing <laughs> to do that. So uh, anyway, uh, you're always interesting, and uh, I don't agree with you, but I enjoy uh, listening to you, and you Thanks. take care. Thanks, Ken. Have a great night. Yeah, just for those odds alone, you would want to take it. as If I'm just trying to look at it from a strategy standpoint, I'd take those odds. But then again, I don't bet, so I just don't. I, I look at it more as a hypothetical 
And if I do odds, 1% odds or whatever, it's a hypothetical. It's not necessarily something that I'm willing to put some money on. Let's go to Eddie, who's in Philly. What's going on, Eddie? Ryan, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I had to, I had to jump in on this one. Again, Great. Mr. Giuliani just uh, doesn't know what he's talking about. I think he's the one with dementia about all this cheating. How come he don't investigate Texas and Florida? I guess there was no hmm. cheating going on down there. Um, I don't think that. Well, that's the thing. I don't think that the Republicans or Donald Trump have to investigate on behalf of Joe Biden. That would be up to him if he wanted to do something like that. And it just it just gets me angry that they just can't accept the fact that they lost. And again, just show me the evidence. There's, I don't see the evidence. They talk all these numbers and all these conspiracy theory scenarios, but no hard, solid evidence. Where is it at? Well, I, I think there is evidence. So let's go back to these affidavits. So let's say there is 250 affidavits or whatever the number was. Now, keep in mind, when you sign an affidavit, that is like you are testifying in court. You, you are under you are held accountable in a court of law for lying to the court. There are some very extreme like you can go to jail for lying in an affidavit. So if they have 250 people that came forward that said they witnessed something going on that's uh, not good. Um, they could be in some serious trouble for lying about that. So the evidence alone is at least you have hundreds of witnesses that saw things that shouldn't have happened. Now, does it amount to enough to overturn is probably a question of no. It probably doesn't overturn anything. Let's say they witnessed a handful here and a handful there, whatever it is. They may have very well have seen election fraud happening, but it might have been on such a low scale. It's not enough to change anything. So, yes, I do believe there is evidence. When when uh, Rudy Giuliani says he has evidence, I think that those affidavits count as eyewitnesses, and that is something. Ryan, now in Georgia, Georgia we just did a hand count of the millions of votes, and it was called for Joe Biden. Is there any cheating going on in Georgia? I don't know. Don't know. I mean, I, we know how that recount happened, and they just certified it today. Sure, but I uh, don't know. It doesn't look like that's going to be going the way that they wanted to. I think they're um, – what's that? He said your one caller said that Trump shouldn't leave the White House. Well, come January 20th, if Trump refuses to leave after Biden's sworn in, he will be forcibly and physically removed by the Secret Service. Yeah, I don't think that's going to come to that. I really don't. In fact, um, I just feel like this is what I feel is going to happen. My my gut feeling is one month out. So if we're looking at January 20th, let's say December 20th, we're talking about the week of Christmas or the week before. If if they haven't gotten what they needed yet, he's going to say, well, I'm going to continue to look into this. We should can keep looking into this, at least for the integrity of our own elections. But I've taken it as far as I could. As, well, as far as one person could against a corrupt whatever, and he's going to concede at that point. That's what I feel is going to happen one month out. It, it, but I don't have a crystal ball. I'm, I'm probably wrong on that. But what's that? Got to give it up eventually. I mean, it's... He's, he will. No, I, I think he gotta, will. Country's got to unite somehow. I mean, I know, look, I know, losing sucks. I know four years ago how I felt, but you got to accept mm -hmm. it. Hillary, yeah. Hillary conceded. You know, I mean... She didn't like to lose, but she lost. He's yeah. got to accept it. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much for the call, Eddie. It's always good to hear from you. I don't feel like most of the Democrats that are upset about this actually did concede. I feel like the whole 
uh, illegitimate election. It's Russia's. It's Russia did this. It's Russia stole it. That was went on for years. So I, I don't feel like most of the people that voted for Hillary actually conceded the fact because they hate Donald Trump to the point where they wanted endless investigations against him, even when it was disproven pretty quickly. But still, it went on. But I, yeah, this whole uh, the way that Republicans feel right now, I don't think it's much different than the way Democrats felt in a way. They just didn't want to accept it, period. Uh, we'll take some more of your calls coming up next. It's Overnight America KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back to Overnight America. We are going to take your calls for the remainder of this hour. I'd love to hear from you at 314-436-7900. And let's go to Mark, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Thank you for taking my call. It's a pleasure. Um, I enjoy your show. I moved back here to St. Louis about a year ago. And don't know how, didn't really know how much I had missed KMOX until I got back here. Wow, um, great. You mentioned, you know, there's been mention about how long Biden will last. I really don't think he'll last to the 4th of July. Wow. Uh, I think the Democrats have already showed their hand when they rolled out the, uh, how they would go about replacing him with ca- cabinet members and the vice president saying that he's uh, incapable of carrying out his duties. Uh, I think that'll happen pretty quick. It's amazing that six months prior to the election, the Democratic Party was uh, basically telling everybody how they had all these lawyers in place to combat the voting fraud that was going to take place on the Democratic side or the Republican side, and that the Republicans were doing their best to try and suppress the vote. Hmm. Um, You know, there's an old saying that when you complain about somebody else doing something, a lot of times it's because you're drawing attention (laughs) away from what you're actually doing. 
I know. Okay. You know, the phrase that comes to mind is if you, you was it he who smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think that this this was a, a very well coordinated effort um, that it took the whole last year for them to put it together. Uh, you think I, I grew up here in St. Louis. I was involved in uh Local elections, I, when I was in Michigan, I supported uh, a Democrat in his campaign uh, for president from Missouri. Um, and there's an, you know, Chicago is well known for the way and manner in which they conduct their elections. Mm -hmm. uh, party people would say, I guarantee you that I'm, we can win if we get 20% of the dead yeah. vote, mm. it's, it, it's been that way for years. Yeah, um, no, I agree. It, it has, it's been like this for a long time, but uh, Mark, thank you very much for your call. It's good to hear from you. And I wanted to point out two things, even before Donald Trump, was elected president in 2016, he's been calling out this voter fraud. So it's not just him, because some people look at it and say, oh, he's such a sore loser. No, he won the election in 2016, and he's been calling voter fraud even before that. And he's been trying to investigate it and trying to look into it. And what happens? You find resistance from the individual states. Why is it that, I guess, individual states, primarily run by Democrat governors, resisted working with Donald Trump to look into voter fraud. Now, they've been trying to do this for years. OK, so it's not just like a new thing. He's popping up and he's uh, refusing to leave because of it. This is a grievance he's had for a long time. Another point I wanted to look at is that when you go from 30 million absentee votes in mail in votes, things like that, to 100 million, there's a lot of opportunities for shady business in between. That's a lot of influx of votes. So is it the thought that maybe something could be going on behind the scenes that's not on the up and up, something that's not uh, legit? Yeah, absolutely. There's opportunities for that to happen, especially when you fought trying uh, to stop voter fraud to begin with because you failed to acknowledge that it could be a thing or is a thing. Let me point out, too, when there was a mail-in, primarily mail-in vote in New York, when they tested this out during the pandemic, they had a primary. They had votes, roughly 20% of the votes were invalidated. 20% of the mail-in votes were invalidated when they were trying to run this. And it took months to calculate all of these things. This is just one city. And imagine 100 million votes. I want to know how many of those votes were invalidated. If the number is close to 0%, then you know something fishy is going on when it comes to those votes. When you have a test with New York where it happened to about 20% of the votes. So this is part of it. 314-436-7900. Let's go to Chris, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. What's going on, young man? Doing all right. Great, great. Hey, uh, I, first off, I want to say uh, there's there's no more uh, slime slimy material than the Democratic Party. It's just what what they pulled. I just it's just I've I've had a sick feeling ever since the uh, end of the election, and I, I just. Uh, I, uh, all the, the shenanigans that are pulled and I mean, the, uh, the vote counting, I, I just, it, it just leaves a horrible taste in my mouth. Uh, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet it does for a lot of people, millions and millions and millions of people. Exactly. And, uh, just a few other things that 
Uh, Larry, the John Goodman, Larry, uh, keep calling, man. You, you, your calls are great, man. I just, I look forward to, to when you call in, man. And, uh, awesome. And, uh, just, uh, I'm, you know, I don't, I try to call you, you know, as often as I can, but, uh, I'm still listening. And, uh, I want to say, uh, a great Thanksgiving to you and your family and, uh, you guys be safe. Thanks. Uh, Chris Meister, what, what do you say? Rec Meister, Chris Meister, thank you very much. It's right, always buddy. good to hear your voice. <laughs> Bye. 314-436-7900. Let's go to Deanna real quick. Welcome to Overnight America. Diane? Yes. Hi, it's Diana. Diana. I say it wrong every time, don't I? Why do I do this? Yeah. I call in frequently and I still say it wrong. I can't believe that. Well, I can believe it. It's me, but. Yeah, well, there's that. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? <laughs> so I just want you to know that I really like, I can't talk politics tonight or else I'll get a headache. Good. But I really like your music. Okay. Oh. So when you play Friday, do you ever dance to that music? Oh, absolutely. I would not be allowed to have a webcam on when that starts playing because I would get into it and be embarrassed. Someone would take the screenshot of that and post it on the Internet, and that's all I would be known for. Oh, boy. Every time I hear that song, I'm kind of like the guy who was sitting in his car. I listen to you. I I wait every Thursday night to listen to that song. (laughs) <laughs> and I, so every time I hear it, I get up and dance. It is such. Oh, yeah. I, know. I know. Well, let me ask you this real quick because I, I think you'll like this. Neuroscientists have determined the 10 happiest songs ever. Do you want to guess the happiest song ever produced? And it's not Rebecca Black's Friday. The happiest song produced? No. I, I, okay. I, what is it? Would you like to hear it? Yes. All right. Here's the number one happiest song ever produced based on neuroscience. Tonight, I'm going to have myself a real good time. I feel alive. It's Queens Don't Stop Me Now. Do you like that song? Hey, hey Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, I, you can stop. You can stop. Neuroscientists. I don't know which neuroscientist uh, research you've read, but they they've missed it. They need to go back to school. <laughs> okay, but, what's the happiest uh, song? Not, I mean, it's you know it's a decent song, but it's not a happy song. And also, I love your other song, "Sleeping with the Radio On." And I oh. must say, I find myself almost every other night. I'm sleeping with the radio on. That is such a cool song. So anyway, you have good taste in music. Have a good well, thank night. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. We'll see you. We'll take some more of your calls coming up next on Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. And here we are in Overnight America. Like I mentioned, I'm going to be out for the next couple of weeks. Well, not weeks, week for Thanksgiving week. I am going to be off until the 30th. So I'm off all next week and next Sunday. And then I'm back on Monday the 30th. So I'm going to miss you. Best thing you could do is to follow me on Facebook. We can message each other on there. Ryan Recker Radio is how to do it.
Let's go to Mike, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Brian. You got Mr. Bubbles here. How are you? <laughs> Mr. Bubbles, hi. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that I absolutely love that lead-in song that you just played, Why Can't This Be Love? And that is a true question. Why can't mm-hmm. this be love? But right. I think Trump is doing all of uh, this investigating about border fraud to make sure that it don't happen to him again in four years. What's your opinion uh, so, on that? So you think it's almost a certainty that he'll run for re-election in 2024 in this sense, well, re-election in the sense of running. But um, I don't know. I feel like he's going to be up there in age. I feel like he's accomplished a lot. I don't know if he's going to want to do it again. Really? Yeah, I think some people will want that to happen. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. What's your level of certainty that he will decide to run again if he is not reelected? I'm giving the same odds as the fourth caller before me, but um, if he's alive, he's running. Wow. Wow. That's uh, I think he's going to taste the life of what it's like to not be president. And he's going to like that again and think, why do I want to go through all this hassle where everyone hates me when all I did was good stuff? I mean, he done some pretty remarkable things in office that he doesn't get credit for. So I don't know. Uh, that the, uh, in his point, I think the things that he was most proud of, the economic achievements are going to be the thing that he really wanted to try to change and help the country with. And I think, I think since he's done that, if the economy tanks, then maybe there's a chance of that happening. If the economy at least stays the same because none of the different economic policies got through, let's say the Democrats tried to push some pretty liberal stuff and Mitch McConnell was able to block most of it, then I don't think he'll find the need to do it. Um, but, you know, if it goes in the tank, then maybe he will. Uh, Who knows? I believe um, he'll have to run. Yeah. Well, he'll be, what, 78? He'll be Joe Biden's age, basically, when he runs again, if he does. And, with, and within four years, he'll be bored again. He'll be ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. All right. Hey, thank you very much for the call. It's good to hear from you again. Have a good night. A lot of text messages came in today. Love the Friday song. Thanks for playing it twice. That's good. Um, Ryan, the people have spoken loudly. Trump lost. Biden won. That's uh, from Pat. Uh, liberals cheating is so obvious in the numbers. They are stupid to have tried it. And I want steep prison sentences for all. Okay. Thanks for that call. Another one. Agree with Diana way off. How about, Oh, happy day. That's a great song. That's mainly whistling. All right. Bill Withers, lovely day. Okay. So some of the more happy days, just, you know, do we end on a positive note? I guess we could. Here's the rest of the songs that were on that list from the neuroscientists of the most positive songs. Uh, This is the songs that ultimate feel-good playlist will boost your productivity. Ten happiest songs ever. The second one was, let me bring this up real quick. Here it is. All right, here's the second happiest song. So Dancing Queens, number two. We don't have time to play all of them. Beach Boys, Good Vibrations was number three. Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Eye of the Tiger was number five. I'm a Believer by the Monkees. Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, I Will Survive by uh, Gloria Gaynor. And then Walking on Sunshine, Katrina and the Waves. Those were the top ten. 
just missing was sleeping with the radio on. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to be off for the next week for Thanksgiving. Enjoy it with your family. I hope you get to. Brian, your turkey. But reach me on Facebook, Brian Wrecker Radio. Like the page. Have a great night. We'll see you. Bye. Heart beats with the lonely rain. Wishing I could see your face again. Change the dial on the radio. Find something playing kind of bluesy and slow. If things were only like they used to be. We'd be lying in love tonight. I wish you'd call me on. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.